All right, welcome to the second ever episode of Let's Do It Live featuring the People's Commission and the actual co-host, uh, the Pizza Baron. Baron, good to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to uh, be a regular thing now. Yeah, well, I do have to apologize. I got a little rambunctious after the Open Championship closed on Sunday, and I needed to just fire off the first podcast to get this thing started. Yeah, you know, I, I was rolling in hot from a wedding on Saturday night and uh, at one point seeing Tiger atop of the leaderboard at seven under going into the 11th hole. I went back to the young version of myself that uh, had the I am Tiger Woods shirt and just lost control. Yeah, it's, it's easy to let the emotions get the best of you. Um, again, we're pro tiger podcast i think everyone in the world that was watching golf wanted to see him win besides maybe his ex that's something that people forget that tiger woods (laughs) cucked jason duffner with his first wife amanda which led to a divorce um and the big lot the big loser in that divorce was louis duffner the french bulldog that was adopted by Amanda and Jason. He was Instagram famous, and after that divorce, everyone went with Jason. He did. Yeah, because Amanda was in the vast majority of those pictures, and you know we're we're all Team Duffner. Yeah, we're loyal. We're loyal to all fans. Something like that. So, you may have heard us on another podcast, Beers Bros and Blazers, and we realized that. We just wanted to get together maybe once or more a week to just bullshit like we did back during our college days. So just a little background. The Pizza Baron and I were college roommates for many years. We're both Michigan men through and through. Uh, Obviously big golf guys, and we really just enjoy talking about any topic that pops into our mind. So that's really the whole point behind Let's Do It Live. Yeah, this is really just a way for us to convince our wives that we're – bullshitting with each other but in a productive way uh, rather than just giggling with each other we're we're, we're trying to uh reach you guys out there as followers (laughs) we're trying to better ourselves while also continuing to drink beer and talk via podcast i'm talking about daniel in topeka kansas again daniel in topeka kansas if you followed us over from beers bros and blazers by all means you are our number one fan please dm us uh, we don't have social media yet. Just somehow reach out to us. P- you know, Carrier Pigeon, Owl from the Harry Potter series. They'll they'll find us, and we'll send you a tank top signed by both the Pizza Baron and the People's Commission. So let's let's get back into it. Just wanted to do a quick introduction of who we are and why we're here. And we're going to start out with something that was released today, and that's the odds for the college football playoffs in the upcoming 2018-2019 season. Um, you know, atop, atop of the rankings, it's no surprise. You got Bama, you got Clemson. Actually, they are t- the only two teams that are favorited to make the playoffs. Bama at minus 250 in Vegas and Clemson at minus 130. Um, were there any surprises looking through this list for you, Baron, that that really popped out to you? I mean, the biggest one that popped out to me is Michigan is minus 500 to not make the college football playoffs. Uh, us, us both being uh, Michigan men, I feel like 
we'd be okay throwing 500 at that. Uh, they're probably not going to make it. We'll, we'll make a cool $100, and uh, I think we'd both be good losing 500 to see them in, in the final four. Yeah, it's kind of the opportunity cost there. Um, you want to try to make some easy money knowing that Harbaugh's in year four. Is this year, year four? four? This is year four. Um, is he two and five against Ohio State and Michigan State? He is one in one in five. five. So the only win, yeah, one in five uh, came not this past season, but the previous uh, against Michigan State at Michigan State uh, was supposed to be a pretty convincing win, but it's a rivalry game, a little closer than we had hoped for. But uh, this past year was like watching a train wreck. You knew. If Michigan State was able to hang around with the Wolverines with the weather like that, that nothing good was going to come from it. And I hate being right when I'm severely pessimistic, especially regarding the Wolverines, but I was right again. Uh, uh, Jim, Jimmy Harbaugh is talking about making progress. Pro- progress is going to win us games. So let, let's just be patient here. All right. All right. A lot of hype. With this team, they were young last year, one of the youngest, if not the youngest team um, in a Power 5 conference. They got the big transfer from Ole Miss, Shea Patterson, previous five-star recruit out of Toledo, supposed to be one of the um, best quarterbacks in the draft if he chooses to leave early for the draft next April, April 2019. I, I'm really uncertain about them. Um, Obviously, try to keep up with the with the local news as I'm still in the uh, metro Detroit area and am inundated with debate, Michigan versus Michigan State, and news going on at both schools with both football programs. But I don't know. I'm trying not to get my hopes up, but I think in year four, we should see some progress. Yeah. yeah. I mean, back to the bat, like – Well, it's kind of like reverse psychology. If you bet on the team that you don't want to win and you're a perennial loser, then hopefully that streak continues. So bold strategy. I like it, though. Uh, Looking down the list, we we see Michigan State at plus 600 to make the playoffs and minus 1,000 to fail to make the playoffs. Um, This was a bit surprising to me because a lot of the rankings, again, It's the summer. There's not a lot going on other than regular season baseball and rumors in all the leagues that are in the offseason. So everyone's doing their rankings. And a lot have, for the Big Ten, OSU, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State, Michigan. So Michigan in the fifth spot in a lot of big journos' rankings – And I'm looking at this, which has the odds coming from Vegas, and Michigan is only behind OSU. I think they're looking for those Michigan men to make make those bets. That that was going to be my next question. How smart is Vegas to give hope to those Michigan fans spread across the United States to take this sucker bet and just – 
you know, build up a nice pot because we don't know who's really going to make the playoffs or anything like that. But it's nice to have a little cash in the pocket if I'm Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's kind of like if you give a mouse a cookie, we're, we're going to be back. <laughs> give, give us a reason to watch. <laughs> oh, I miss that book. Such a lovely book if you give a mouse a cookie. I, f- I feel like it became an entire franchise, but I couldn't tell you what the other ones are. Yeah, sure. All right, let's switch gears a bit. Um, this this was an article that, that was going around today. Um, over the last couple of days, they had a lot of readers pick a stock that they wanted to invest in today that they thought would have the greatest return in – 25 plus years, you know, something to pass down with the family that would really be meaningful. And so we've kind of changed this, this uh, question around to see our initial feelings to say, okay, if the pizza Baron and the people's commission could invest in one company today to fully fund our future children's college funds, what would it be and why? So obviously you being at Ross, getting your MBA, you're going to know a little bit more about this topic. I'm just a Jets Pizza franchisee in Columbus, Ohio, but I dabble in Robinhood. Shout out Robinhood. If you, if you want some ad reads on this podcast, we can work out a deal. Big, big fans of the app. Big fans. Big fans. Uh, For those of you who don't know, uh, Robinhood lets you trade without, without fees. And it's simple, it's simple, easy, right from your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of good data that you can track, a lot of good articles for the dumb investors like myself. But uh, back to your question, PC, I'm going to say, I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people would say this. Most people are going to say Amazon. I'm going to go Apple. Um, the reason being, um, over the last five years, it's grown like $130. Mm-hmm which is a crazy return and I feel like they're just taking over the market. It's it's just such a good brand. I mean, who do you know that doesn't have an iPhone? I know one, maybe two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, iPads, my wife can tell you about those. Um, <laughs> just Mac in general. Um, I, I, I think anything is possible with Apple. Again, I have no clue what I'm talking about, but uh, I know the returns are great, and I know that Warren Buffett is a huge, huge advocate of Apple. He, he actually reinvests a lot of Berkshire's profits back into Apple. So what, what about you, PC? It, it really is a tough question because obviously we're not – stockbrokers or analysts by any means. We're just a Jets franchise guru and a kid who's spending his life savings on going back and getting another degree from Michigan because he loves it so much. Um, But you brought up an interesting play during your little discourse. And um, it's something that a lot of articles have been written over the years. Like what if I invested a thousand dollars in Berkshire Hathaway back in the 70s when Warren Buffett founded the company and had the IPO and 
I think it's gone from a thousand dollars to I haven't seen there there's varying levels of shares available for Berkshire Hathaway, but the big one is like two hundred thousand dollars a share. And it's kind of hard, it's kind of tough to say that you wouldn't take that knowing that it's had such a great history and Warren Buffett is a big proponent of long-term investing. You put it away now, you don't touch it for 30, 40, 50 years. But since we're doing the, we're trying to fund our college funds for the children, which is shorter than the 40, 50 year time frame, I'm going to go with Google. And Google and Amazon have been fighting it out to be the first two companies to hit $1 trillion in, um, in their market cap. Who knows which one it will be, but Google has been trying to pivot away from just being a search engine and an advertising agent mechanism for a lot of small, medium, and large businesses. And they're getting more into the technology space. I mean, they own Android. They're get, they're building cars, self-driving cars. They're, they're trying to get their hands into everything. Much like a lot of these other companies, I'm just going gut feel based on where it stands today. I'm going Google. The other thing you have to take into account, I mean, we're, we're talking average guys here. We're talking struggling college artists. Yes. <laughs> we're talking... I mean, we need affordable shares here. Like, of course, anyone can say Amazon, but when you're talking, what is it, twelve hundred a share now? I think I think it's even higher than that. Something around there, like. Amazon closed the market today at 1863. So 1200 couldn't have been more off, but uh they they've had some substantial growth over the past year especially with the acquisition of Whole Foods. I mean that just gives them 4 to 500 brick and mortar um sites across the US where you can pick up Amazon products. You know, it's very clear when you go into a Whole Foods, we're, we're being very uh, uh, first world problems right now and saying we shop at Whole, Fruit, Whole Foods from time to time. But you can buy at Amazon Echo or Dot or Kindle all right there. Um, it's, it's pretty remarkable how quickly they were able to really put in the Amazon way. Um, even last week when it was prime day, they had deals at um, Whole Foods that you got 10% back on everything you spent if you were a prime member. I mean, they're doing good things. They're trying to get into healthcare. They're trying to get in mortgages. They're trying to get in uh, more investment side of things. So who knows? But my bet's Google still. Yeah, and Amazon's also taken advantage of us just getting lazier and lazier as the generations <laughs> go on. True. I'm sure, both of our parents think we're the laziest people ever. But uh, again, like back to my point about Apple, they, they control the smartphone market right now. And I know that I'm on my phone all day, every day. And I think as the generations go on, I mean, I, I look at my nephews, they're all over, they're on their phone from sunup to sundown on Instagram, Snapchat, like it's crazy. It's a little scary actually. 
But any company that can dominate the smartphone world, like my money is on that. Yep. I agree. I agree with that assessment, Pizza Baron. Um, because we're trying to be more, uh, I don't know, not productive, but creating value in this podcast, um, as I'm privileged enough to be surrounded by so many smart people at Ross as I just coast along and try to get my MBA, uh, <laughs> there, was, there was one stock that's been quite interesting recently, and it's in the... Uh, the biotech space and it's Kara Therapeutics. Its ticker is C-A-R-A. Um, if you're using Robinhood and have some dollars to spend, it's a very affordable stock. It's had substantial growth and it's got a lot of growth potential. So check it out. Do your own research. If you make some money on it, good for you. If you lose money based on me telling you to take a look at it and you just cluelessly buying it, I'm not sorry. <laughs> and hey, if there's any listeners out there that have a sleeper stock, if you want to reach out to PC or myself, you know, give, give us a couple tips. We, we would love to look into it and, uh, and give us your, share, share it with the world. Yeah. You know, as we go forward, we might have some time to do some actual research before let's doing it live. Excuse me. Um, so, Based on your recommendations, if you have questions you want us to answer or discuss, debate, what have you, send them our way. Uh, we need to do a better job of getting on social media and creating those means for a line of communication. But once we do, it'll be posted on Spotify, on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the, the big um, sites for podcasts. If you ever feel like just getting on and calling us idiots, that's fine too. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're open for criticism. We can always get better. Um, again, we're just spitballing here. Spitballing was taken as a name for a podcast, so that's why we did. Let's do it live. Yeah, that wasn't taken shockingly. Yeah, we, really yeah. quite odd. TM. Let's do it live. Yeah. TM. You know, you can put TM behind anything without having an actual trademark. I learned yeah. that. In a book. Why not? They can't. They can't come after you. All right. Enough with the financial discussion. Um, so, in the last couple of days, a, a picture came out on the internet of TJ Oshi, um, a player for the Washington Capitals and winners of the Stanley Cup over the Vegas Knights last month. So each player gets their day with the Stanley Cup, and TJ Oshie decided to eat Captain Crunch out of the Lord Stanley's Cup. So that leads us into our next discussion. First of all, how great of a move is that? And how much like how much more do you love TJ Oshie? Second part, if you were on the winning squad of the Stanley Cup finals, what would your day with the Stanley Cup be like? ways i wasn't really sure where you're going with that i thought it was going to turn into top five cereals kind of like your top five cash crops um, <laughs> which, which i don't know if i was ready for that one um, it's been a while um yeah I, tj oshi he's done a lot of great things um in the last month or so um obviously i i love the guy from you know the shootout 
in the Olympics when you put Team, Amer- Team USA on his back. Um, but since then, I, they won the cup. I was kind of pulling for him. You heard the story about his dad. It's all awesome. Now, moving on from that, what I would do if I had the cup. That, that's going to be tough. Can you, uh, can you spot me on that one while I think about it? You know, I'll, I'll just go into my feelings about TJ Oshie and give you some more time to, to think about what you would do with the cup. Maybe I'll throw in some, some ideas I have for our lovely day together. But, yeah, TJ Oshie, he seems like a great guy. Um, like you said, he was the hero of Team USA in Sochi in 2014 um, with his penalty shootout antics. He's been crushing beers. He's been one of the dudes, but he's also been very grateful um, for what his family has done for him. So he, he's kind of got everything going in terms of, of what you look for in, in someone to um, respect in the sporting world, right? He's one of the guys. He's a great player, but he's very thankful for where he is today. Uh, he did not play well in Tahoe in the American Century Classic. <laughs> I mean, you, you chug that many Bud Lights, it's hard to see the it's hard to see the hole from more than eight feet out when you're putting. I mean, I'm a terrible putter anyway, so probably doesn't matter to me. But if I if I were to have the Stanley Cup and I was actually able to skate. I mean that that's a bigger hurdle to overcome, but I think I would I would go golfing. I, I would have like a, a big golf outing with all my family and friends and teammates and things like that. And I would have I would be requiring everyone to take a sip out of it, and it would be filled with my favorite beverage, um, which of course is an ice cold PBR um, before teeing off a hole. Then we would go out for a nice dinner. I don't. I don't know what we would have. Maybe sushi. Maybe maybe a steak. Um, Dorothy Mantooth would be there. I'm, she's the same. And then I think I w- I would take it to the city. Whatever city I'm playing for, we win the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm filling it up with more PBR post dinner, and I'm just sharing it with everyone. I, I think that would be my day. Golf, family, dinner, be with the people. That's a good um, I mean, I, w- I would take, if I have TJ Ocean money, I'm taking the jet back to uh, Macomb County. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show all the haters what, what I've accomplished. Uh, probably going to take it around on a hoverboard there, which would be a good play for you since you can't, you can't skate. True. So let's, let's start with that. Then, yeah, bring bring it back to the city, 
and uh, I don't know, maybe I would get in an Uber for the day and have the uh, Stanley Company, my passenger, and just pick up random people and let them, let them touch it. It's kind of, kind of an awful lot of play. Maybe Ooh. they can all take pictures with the cop. They, they don't know their Uber driver is the Stanley Cup champion. No. I just a pizza baron, but I got strapped in the front seat. It's kind of like the cash cab. You know, you get in, you don't realize you just hit the lotto. Yeah, and then they get to take a picture with a raise over their head. Oof, that is philanthropy they have, they have at its best. Who you are. They have to know who I am in order for that privilege to happen, which they probably never will. I, I think that's that's a good ticket to ticket to ride, per se. They have to know right. who you are, understand the meaning behind all of this. Um, I did want to bring up an interesting move from a past Stanley Cup winner, and that's Phil Kessel, who took it golfing, took the Stanley Cup golfing, and had it filled with hot dogs and just ate hot dogs out of it all day. Why is he such a big hot dog guy? I don't know. I'm I'm just really not a big tube meat guy. Um, I would much rather have it in other forms that don't involve uh, multiple body parts of whatever animal that they're serving me. But you can't fault the guy for originality. Who would think to eat hot dogs out of the top of the Stanley Cup? I think, I think he stole that out of Gretzky's playbook. I'm pretty sure uh, the great one used to go with a hot dog and a couple of DCs. That's Diet Coke for all you haters uh, before our city game. Were they DCs or RCs? Mm. Although they might have that in Edmonton, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty remote. They might have just gotten RC Colas up there. Probably. Oh, well, one last thing. Um, I am expecting my first child in about a month, so obviously I would put the baby in the cup to take a picture. You know what? You That's the winner. It. That's the winner there. Putting a newborn infant. Los Angeles Kings, though. Yeah, but that's still it's still a different baby each time. Like it's, yeah. there's some originality to it. It's new for that baby. Maybe let anyone with the baby while I'm Ubering also put their baby in the cup. I would try to turn it into some sort of hat that I could wear around for the day. That's a 35 pound hat. Yeah. Just, I'd really build up my neck strength. You know, I, yeah, I was going to say, I'd go as far to say you don't have the neck strength for that. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, you can't even put on a football helmet. I've seen it. My head, my head just slams into the ground. It's too much weight for me. Yep. Uh, well, thanks for that visual for all of our three listeners, including Daniel from Topeka, who might not be subscribing or giving us five stars in the Apple Podcasts app after this one. He's an Android guy, so he likes you, but he hates me. Well, can't please everyone. All right, let's finish it off with uh, talking about the beers that we're sponsored by this evening. Start us off, Pizza Baron. Um, you know, there was a, a shortage. By shortage, I mean I was too lazy to go to the store and buy something that you guys would want to hear about. So I'm just drinking Miller Lite tonight. Uh, that's my go-to. That's my, my unleaded gasoline. That's what I run off. Mm. Um, you don't run off Rose? No, don't run off road. That's not. I'm not West Side enough. Uh, Bud Light is just despicable. Uh, I think I don't know. My my wife said it best. Anytime she can't drink right now, obviously because she's pregnant. But anytime she sees someone drink Bud Light, she's like, why? Why even waste a drink on that? I I. Have something good. 
I'm in support of that one. Uh, tonight, I'm sponsored by Hoplift IPA from Third Street Brew House. I was at the local Aldi this afternoon getting things for dinner, and this was on sale. And since everything has goofy names and is knockoffs at Aldi, I, ju I just went roulette, and this is what I've gotten. It's okay. It's, it's, is Aldi your go-to now? Well, it's not to brag, but, you know, the times I go to the gym, which is, you know, like two or three times a quarter, <laughs> the Aldi is right next door. So I get done watching The Office on the treadmill going at 3.5 miles per hour um, after a nice schwitz. And then I walk over to Aldi with my own reusable bag because I'm pro-Earth and pick up whatever is on sale. Do you really have to put a quarter in the car in order to, to use one at Aldi? Yes, that is correct. Um, that's why I bring my own bag and just pile shit in until I cannot put any more in the bag and then I know I have to go. Because you're cheap. You sound like a budget guy. Did you learn that at Ross? I did. We did a case study on Aldi versus Walmart. So big Aldi guy now. Okay. A pretentious Aldi guy. Go Ross to all Ross to budget shopping. Thank God for Aldi's. Which owns Trader Joe's, by the way. Fun fact. Wow. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to do some more research and give the uh, listeners a little bit more knowledge about Aldi's. Maybe that's a sleeper. Well, their big claim to fame is they can operate with only four people on staff at all times. So their, their labor costs are low. I can tell you a thing or two about that, which we'll get into at a later date. Absolutely. You know what? I, I do want to finish with one more thing. Uh, you thought I was going to ask for your top five cereals of all time. Just, just give me your top two cereals. If you were TJ Oshi and Captain Crunch is off the table because Oshi already did it, what would you put in the Stanley Cup? Frosted Flakes. Psycho move. Kelly, Kelly says pretty pebbles. That's, over here. that's a better play than Frosted Flakes. Dude, why? Dude, you got to go full sugar. You're going Lucky Charms or Tricks. If they still made Berry Berry Kicks, that would have been my move. Berry Berry Kicks or Lucky Charms? Berry Berry Kicks or Lucky Charms? Lucky yep. Charms is okay. Yeah. Do you remember I, Berry Berry Kicks growing up? Not really. I used to, I used to go uh, with some ooh, Golden Grams. Ooh, that's a much better play again than Frosted Flakes. Okay. Sorry. Again, I'm from Macomb County. That's, that's really all we had. Kelly's going off the wall. I think she's remixing it with some apple cinnamon Cheerios. Also not a bad play. Not a bad play. And also she's probably craving that right now as she's pregnant and you have to go to the local grocery store and pick it up. Yeah, can't wait. All right. That's all we have for you guys. Um, we're going to close it out. It's just a quickie here. Wanted to get out, do it live. I don't know. I don't know how we need a, a sign-off tag. Um, we'll yeah, if you guys have good recommendations for our sign-off, other than like "Go fuck yourself, San Diego" or uh, "Love you guys," I'll uh, the pardon my take, guys. Um, 
please send them in. But from the People's Commish and the Pizza Baron, thanks for doing it live with us tonight, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.